Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Air Fighters, what's up everybody? It's Mike here with episode 125 of the Life of Fighter podcast. And it's about that time of the month where we're going to be doing our book club review. And this month's book is Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. If not, give it a shot, you know. And uh, honestly, guys, this one took me a little bit more time to get through, which is why I'm putting it out a little bit later than what I normally like. But it was a really interesting breakdown. I wasn't honestly expecting the amount of details paid to just looking beyond from an evolutionary standpoint of what was happening to our bodies biologically, chemistry. Uh, neurochemically and all those other different facets um, but also just from a sociological grander scale and even just to the minor details of what's going on with our economy and not obviously the current state but how economy evolved the, the concepts of some of the basic principles of modern day economics that came off of earlier day discoveries how they came about and I really liked how throughout the table of contests and how they broke this book down there was really four main parts and those four parts were the first one, which was the cognitive revolution, second part, the agricultural revolution, third part, the unification of humankind, and the fourth part, the scientific revolution. So it was interesting to see how they broke up the chapters themed according to those different evolutionary standpoints and the details that went along with that. And I wasn't really expecting that, honestly, when I first heard people talking about the book and just read up a little bit about it. Obviously, I went into some details, but I was expecting more of just – I was really expecting something from, again, a biological standpoint, looking at evolution, what caused it, where we are now, things like that, which obviously they go into. But just a deeper, deeper look into the many facets of what our evolution was um, and what all of that really entails. So – Again, looking at the first part, Cognitive Revolution, first chapter, first section, an animal of no significance. Um, then it goes to the tree of knowledge, then a day in the life of Adam and Eve and the flood. So again, looking at these kind of – when we look at, let's say, Tales of Adam and Eve, some of the constructs and stories that built society um, from a religious perspective, but also looking at – where we started and what some of the possible theories were to kickstart growth of brain, not only activity, but size, which has been so tied together. And even in prior books, we've also learned that sometimes brain size isn't equivalent to IQ or intelligence and things like that. But there is a statistically significant um, tracking of size, cognition, and evolution when we look at the sapiens or homo sapiens from an evolutionary standpoint. So it kind of dives into a little bit about the growth 
of being a quote-unquote animal and, and prior ancestors and the transition into the homeo, homeo, homo sapien um, evolution and, and path that we were on. Then looking at the tree of knowledge. And again, just looking at some of the stories we have and some of the insight to them and some just interesting perspective on it. Then we go into the agricultural revolution. Um, and this is an interesting one. History is biggest fraud. Then they go to the next section, building pyramids. Then goes into memory overload. And then finishes with this part two of there is no justice in history. And again, they bring up beyond the points of just from an evolutionary standpoint, some of the snapshots in the minds of the era and what's going on. And really just a lot of interesting insight into not just the growth of what's happened, but what the, again, the environment was like. So again, that was the biggest takeaway that I'm going to keep reinforcing for every part and every section that we go into is how they were able to give a more um, broad scope, but still getting specific enough in each different area. And again, these different revolutions, they kind of cover four, again, these four different major parts and themes, but then they go into minor sections in those parts to get into some details of the different insights and the different evolutionary standpoints and the different uh, details that go along with that. So, again, that was our agricultural revolution. Then it goes into the unification of humankind, which is broken down into sections of the arrow of history, the scent of money, imperial visions, the law of religion, and the secret of success. So that was what I was talking about. This even the, I was surprised to see the topic of money come up and how detailed they actually went into that specifically. Um, but then when, the, when, when you look at the arguments that they're making, and I don't want to obviously give it away for those that are going to still be – going into um, details on the book and haven't read it yet or going to be reading it and haven't gotten up to those chapters or so on and so forth. Um, but still, obviously, we're doing a review here, so can't be too worried about certain spoiler alerts. You guys should probably be getting into this to some extent, and if not, pause it, go into it, and then come back. Um, but yeah, so the idea that what is money what the support system for it is, and even just not from money. like They go into those kind of details for so many different topics. Again, when we're looking at the brain, cognitive revolution, going into the agricultural, farming, all, all the different factors that came into play from a society perspective as we grew from, let's say, a unit or a tribe of 50 to 150 to now thousands of people and now millions and billions of people and how that changes how we interact. Um, again, the unification of humankind, how we all come together, um, the stratification of just society, how people get separated, whether it's through money or wealth or um, intelligence or the, the value they add to society and the different structures that came about. And then looking at the scientific revolution and, you know, th this chapter, I thought this was interesting, the discovery of ignorance. Then they go into the marriage of science and empire, the capitalist creed, the wheels of industry, a permanent revolution. And they lived happily ever after. And then to finish with the end of homo sapiens. I keep wanting to go homo. Homo sapiens. Um, and again, when we look at the scientific revolution, this is what I was expecting, honestly, the entire basically book to be. But it was cool to see that they went into more details into other areas and revolutions and concepts to build us up to the scientific standpoint or the scientific revolution that happened in, let's say, the last 500 years. And the discovery of ignorance is i think an interesting topic and name and chapter because it's you know the the idea that you don't even know that you don't know 
is right, the most uh, purest form and highest level of ignorance. And then eventually you start to realize as hopefully you get more informed and educated and intelligent that, wow, I really don't know a lot of things, but I'm starting to get a grasp and this is where we're going to go. And the eventual progression of there, uh, to there, I should say, to knowledge is really interesting of a dynamic that we bring up and is seen in the scientific revolution and looking at, you know, what is the theory behind science, how, what does that stand for, what is that concept, and so on and so forth. And then, again, how money gets tied back in, the scientific evolution with money and infrastructure and society, and going into, like, again, talks about the capitalist creed, going into the money being infused into society and how a society being run on a capitalistic viewpoint, and where, that, where does that fit with science? And th- so the, the idea of, like... Progression doesn't necessarily have to be different from capitalistic progression. So let's say an evolutionary progression sometimes may be in the best interest even for a capitalistic society. So if we want to profit off of making people healthier, hopefully it'll grow that scientific standpoint from the medical system. Now, as we can all see, and I'm not going to argue that it's working the way we'd like it to work, um, and this is what my counter-argument would be to, to be the devil's advocate to that, is that sometimes just because things will be profitable doesn't mean it's the right thing to go after and how do you choose between let's say two different studies that are let's say ethically equal from a scientific standpoint because in science you're not supposed to be biased one way or another but from a capitalistic society and a a financial capitalization you're going to gear towards maybe one that's going to be more profitable so that's an interesting take on how science has grown and changed because of money and capitalism capitalism and, and the influence from that and then going into what's to come and and what's going to happen potentially or where can it go and then the afterward interesting is the animal that became a god i think that's a really interesting end to it and some thoughts on it as well so again pretty quick summary of it um even though it did take me a lot of time i I did enjoy going through it and actually tried to break it down into these different parts to absorb them together as best i could and again, I didn't want to give away too much for those that are still going to listen. But again, hopefully you got a little bit of insight if you haven't to why you should be checking this book out, whether it is on Audible, which we obviously are partners with. So you can click on the link below, get your first free book if you haven't already joined Audible as a subscription. And if not, do your print. You can get it online, get it on your tablet, Amazon, so on and so forth. I highly recommend the book. I not only got something from it, but it just kind of – made me change a little bit of my scope, not just from my knowledge base, but perspective as well, which I think is just as important as having an understanding and knowledge is the perspective you have with it. That's pretty much it, guys. Um, Just a quick personal update. Ashley is 38 weeks now, so we're pretty much right in those last two weeks of when the babies do, August 12th. So I'm literally got a special ringer on for my phone she calls we're out the door ready to go got my routes planned i'm excited this is part of kind of tying it back safety like again part of kind of evolution i'm i'm gonna be a dad now we're gonna be parents and i'm just so excited that this is where we're at you know um a year into our marriage bam we get to already have kids like this is i i I don't really like to create a schedule or a plan from it comes from coming down to this standpoint of my life um, for a fight career and for business and things, I always like to create a plan. But when it comes to my personal life on like when do I want to be married by, when do I want to have kids by, I try not to put too much weight into that. But honestly, it's pretty awesome. I'm going to be 30, be 31 by the time the baby's here. 
about to be 31. I'll be 31 September. So baby will be here any day now. So August, let's say. Unless it's actually today or tomorrow, which is still a possibility, but probably not likely. Anyways, so going to be 31, have plenty of time. I'm not going to be that old dad when my kids are going to be graduating high school, which I'm excited about. I want them to still be young and healthy to be able to play with my kids, and that's what me and Ash talked about, and having you know, kids a little bit younger and then having them close together so they'll be able to have friends their whole lives. It's just all these little things are really exciting, guys, so I appreciate all the comments, questions, and support for me and Ash on this one. And one thing that I found is interesting through this experience is, you know, obviously we have a unique perspective from going through it, which plenty of people already have. Obviously there's billions of people here, so there's been billions of parents and so on and so forth. But we're going to put out our own perspective on going through a pregnancy, some things that you can look for, things that you can avoid, some helpful hints, more of an exercise nutritional standpoint to it. And then once the baby's here, we're looking to put together a workout program while you're um, getting through that postpartum period where delivered, want to start getting back in shape, like uh, sympathy weight, whatever you want to call it for the guys, and then obviously our regular pregnancy weight for our women. All these things are factors we're going to want to deal with and address because you can allow it to become, uh, let's say, an excuse for a snowball effect of, oh, well, you know, I gained weight, that's fine. And that's, again, it's healthy to gain weight, but if you're holding on to excess weight after the pregnancy, that's actually not healthy, right? We want to be able to, and again, there's no rush where it has to be within the first month, two months, three, six months, 12 months, whatever. But when you do want to still reinforce good habits, putting good food and fuel into your body, because you're going to, if you're breastfeeding, you're going to be sharing that with your baby. Um, even if you're not, you want to still have your, your health at its highest possible level to not only be a good influence for your children, but also to just perform at your best still. So that's something we're going to be putting out more content on an ebook, um, different podcasts, guests coming on the show. We're adding some new sponsors and partners we're working with. So we're going to have new product reviews coming out. Keep your, keep your eyes peeled on social media and the blog as well. And as always, guys, we appreciate the support. Shoot us questions, comments, concerns for next episode, guests, all that fun stuff. Oh, and before I forget um, – a quick thank you. We actually won an award for 2018 for health and fitness, uh, most innovative brand. I'm going to be sharing the links. I think probably in the next episode, but I figured I just wanted to say a quick thank you to you guys for the support for anyone that voted. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that actually, we didn't really even push this award out too much because I wasn't sure, you know, what, what was really going on, uh, with it, but they reached out to us to let us know. And I just really appreciate the support guys. So we will catch you next time on the life of a fighter podcast. And thank you. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.